This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Starting recording. Um, I don't think, I don't think anyone needs a pencil and paper for this for the heat of these games. I already have it handy, though. Oh, actually... It's too late, John. Yeah, actually, (laughs) you know what? Yeah, that's good, because you do. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that round. Welcome once again, dear pod people, to another episode of Captain Game Show. People have asked me how long I intend to keep doing this show, and I always tell them the same thing. Until the inevitable ferret apocalypse. Because I'm like, there's no way ferrets listen to podcasts. Duh. I'm your host, John Irons. Let's meet tonight's contestants. Thomas Payton. Hello. Allie Samstrom. Good evening. Chris DeFilippis. That's me. It's going to be a standard game tonight. Three rounds of trivia and wordplay games. One round of intermission improv. I'll explain the rules to each game before we play it. And I'll also let the players know if they need to buzz in by saying their names, which means I ask the question and then they buzz in to answer. Or I assign a question to a particular player. I will usually, but not always, give players a chance to steal if somebody gets it wrong. And I reserve the right to issue or um, extract points. <laughs> extract? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think it sounds of painful. Uh, Forcibly extract your points. Uh, remove. Depointify at will. All right. Let's jump right in. Round one. Round one. Double or nothing. Fight. Uh, for those of you who may not know or remember, Double or Nothing is the cooperative game where I assign my clue to two players instead of one. Each contestant must give me their half of the answer. Usually, these are all titles in the form of blank and the blank, like Beauty and the Beast. Tonight, however, we'll be doing a slight variation. Instead of blank and the blank, each answer will be in the form of blank in the blank. I in. If I call your name first, you provide everything up to the word in. And your partner must provide the in the whatever part of the answer. If both of you know your parts, both of you get a point. If one of you doesn't know your part, then neither of you gets a point. <laughs> And the third player sitting on the sidelines can uh, jump in and still points slash save the day if the original partner doesn't know their part. Anyone have any questions? Great. <laughs> Stunned silence. <laughs> then I'm trying to think of in the things. Trying to mentally prepare myself for this. Allow me to help. Chris, 
Yeah. And Thomas. Yes. Chris, you're first. Okay. Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford manipulate five college friends into living out the plots of multiple horror movies in this 2011 modern classic. Um. You say everything before the word in. Oh, God. I have, um, can you say that again? <laughs> sure. Getting off to a good start. <laughs> Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford manipulate five college friends into living out the plots of multiple horror movies in this 2011 modern classic. Oh, come on. I know if, this one. If I could picture either of those two actors, I might have a chance, but God, I'm sorry, man. I got nothing. Uh, Thomas, do you know your part? Yes. Allie, do you know the first part of the title of this film? Hell no! <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I feel so much better. Uh, can I be my own partner? I'm afraid not. Uh, can I tell him the answer? Sure. It's Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. It's a really great movie. <laughs> All right, Thomas, vindication. Thomas and Allie. Thomas, you're first. Okay. According to an internet theory, the dad from this early 2000s sitcom is just Walter White after he entered witness protection. Malcolm. In the middle? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Allie and Chris. This phrase is a common warning to let people know that an explosion is about to happen nearby. Fire. In the hole. Yeah. Uh, back to Chris, then Thomas. Chris. Though often confused with the Jim Carrey movie about Andy Kaufman, this film is actually a 1991 coming-of-age drama starring Reese Witherspoon. Um, so you're saying it's not the Jim Carrey movie? It is not the Jim Carrey movie, although the names are dramatically similar Except for the thing that puts this in the game. <laughs> Not the other <laughs> Man. Mm -hmm. In the Iron Mask? No. no. I don't know. Allie, can you steal the second half of that? Can you repeat it? Of course. Though often confused with the Jim Carrey movie about Andy Kaufman... This film is actually a 1991 coming-of-age drama starring Reese Witherspoon. Chris said man, which is correct. In the moon? Yeah. That was correct. I always thought that that was the name of the Jim Carrey movie. As did I. Yeah, right. <laughs> Once again, Captain Game Show, accidentally educational. <laughs> huh. uh, Thomas and Allie. Yes. Oh, this is a tough one. <laughs> Glad I'm not the first half. No, it doesn't help you. All right, Thomas and Allie. Uh, this British drama ran from 2002 to 2008 and starred Robson Green as a clinical psychologist who taps into his own dark side to help police track down serial killers. I don't know. I don't know that show. That is a tough one. Uh, Allie, do you know this show? I don't think so. Chris, do you know this show? 
Can you just say the clue one more time? This British drama series ran from 2002 to 2008 and starred Robson Green as a clinical psychologist who taps into his own dark side to help police track down serial killers. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to guess. Man in the Mirror. No. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. I gave it a shot. Wire in the Blood. Yeah. We would have been here all <laughs> night. <laughs> never heard of that show. Is it good? Uh, I've never seen it. I just know the title. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Allie and Chris. This groundbreaking manga and anime was recently remade into a controversial live-action film starring Scarlett Johansson. Mainly controversial because it starred Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Am I first. The first half? Yes. Um, can you say the beginning of that clue one more time? Sorry. Yeah. This groundbreaking manga and anime was recently remade into a controversial... Live action film starring Scarlett Johansson. Is it Ghost in the Shell? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I only know that because I spend a lot of time on Twitter. <laughs> uh, okay, Chris Thomas. This is the mid-1990s NBC sitcom which starred Leah Thompson as Caroline Duffy, a cartoonist in New York City. Wow, you made it easy for me, Caroline. In the city? Yeah. Uh. I didn't know that's going to be easy. I got a, I got a uh, <laughs> additional clue. If you're having trouble with this one, I will tell you that I said every word of the title. During my clue. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Alley. This novel by Gabriel Garcia Marquez, I'm going to just say, <laughs> take this moment to point out, I did not decide ahead of time <laughs> how the questions will land and who will get what question. Uh, uh, Thomas is having some shitty luck, and I apologize. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know your life. Perhaps you're a big Gabriel Garcia Marquez fan. This novel by Gabriel Garcia Marquez was made into a film starring Javier Bardem, Benjamin Bratt, and Giovanna Metzgiamo. I'm guessing how to say that name. Mm. Don't know. <laughs> I know the uh, whole thing. Um, Chris, can you t- take the first um, 100 years? No. Damn it. I gotta, God damn it. Can I try again? Um, Yes, I'm going to let you try it again. Is it a thousand years? Oh. I own the freaking book. (laughs) I read it. I hated it. It's a different book. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you... Unless I've got the wrong book, I think it's the wrong book. Oh, because it's of, not in. God damn it. No, it's in. No, no, the one I'm thinking of is of. I'm going to give you another chance. I really don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Is it in? That's that's how long ago and how much I hated the book. All right, Allie. Um, for no points, but uh, feel free to tell the class. Love in the Time of Cholera. Yeah. I was thinking of a, what is it, A Thousand Years of Solitude. Yeah. So, but, all right. The other Good work, Allie. <laughs> for no points. 
Thanks. I haven't I haven't read that book, so I don't know if I hate it, but I likely would. I actually don't think that I have read it. I just I, no. I tried to read it. I just no. Allie and Chris. Allie, you're first. Uh-oh. According to this titular home invader, he and his friends are looking for a lost piece of furniture. His moss-covered three-handled family credenza. Allie's first on this? Allie is first. Uh, maybe Thomas can go first. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I don't know that what does that not is. ring a bell for me. Can, uh, can you well, say it again, Jim? I, I, I feel bad if no one gets this. Uh, according to this titular home invader, he and his friends are looking for a lost piece of furniture, his moss-covered three-handled family credenza. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> Feel bad, Joan. Feel very yeah. bad. Well, well, so here's the thing. It's it's a super easy thing. So I was intentionally obtuse with the clue. And I feel I may have overdone it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give one additional. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to amend this. According to this Dr. Seuss titular home invader. Oh. His friends are looking for a lost piece of furniture. His moss-covered three-handled family credenza. Allie, you're first. He and his friends. And it's a home invader. Cat? Is it me or? Chris. Oh, in the hat. Yes. I did not know that that was what the cat in the hat was looking for. Yeah, I think he made it up. <laughs> Personally. Uh, Chris and Thomas. Both Jafar and the Cave of Wonders itself describe Aladdin this way. The only type of person who can obtain the magic lamp. Um... I have no clue. I'm going to say a thief. No. Oh, oh I know. Allie. I know. Diamond. In the rough. Right. Uh, Thomas and Allie. Yes. This acclaimed, Thomas is first. This acclaimed 1991 John Singleton film launched the acting careers of Morris Chestnut, Cuba Gooding Jr., and Ice Cube. Don't know. I also don't know. I know. I know. Well, Chris, you're in luck because boys in the hood. Yeah. Oh, darn it. Technically not I in, but mm. I I think, but I really, I I stuck the Z though. You did. You did. (laughs) Uh, Last one, Allie and Chris. Yes. Although significantly more chaotic. This 1998 sequel is just as charming as the original, as it follows a beloved pig from Hoggett's Farm to the <laughs> urban jungle. Uh, Alex first. Pig? Full title, please. I, uh... You know what? I thought it was pig in the something. I must be wrong. No, I'll. It's it's fine. 
Go ahead. Pig. Me? Yeah, Chris. In the, in the city. Yeah. Is, is, I want is it just babe pig in the city or babe? babe. Oh, 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 okay. Pig in the city. All right. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. That's okay. Uh, you know the good news is we've we've we're a little uh, bruised and bloodied, but we made it through round one. <laughs> and as we head into round two, round two, we go from. Uh, the difficult to the easiest. It's time for a game of slow ball. <laughs> Fight. What? <laughs> <laughs> this round, I will ask you the easiest trivia questions ever. Uh-oh. They are so easy, in fact, that I'll be asking them one word at a time. Be the first one to figure out what the question I'm asking is and buzz in with that answer to earn the point. The game works best if you guys have a general category of questions, and tonight that category will be Disney movies. Why do you hate me? Why? (laughs) What? Who doesn't like Disney movies? Uh, I just just suck at Disney movies. (laughs) I mean, unless it's Peter Pan. Peter Pan or before. I repeat, the easiest (laughs) trivia questions ever. Buzz in when you think you know the answer to the question I'm asking. What did Captain Hook have? Thomas. (laughs) Thomas? A hook? That's correct. What happened? Allie. When... Oh no. Uh uh-uh, uh, I didn't actually want to. I thought it was gonna be a continuation of the previous question. Bad buzz in. Ignore me. I was like, that would be I would honestly I'd give you like ten points if you guess it. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like it was gonna continue into and what happened to his hand. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> that's why I was like, oh I got this. <laughs> No, no, this is not a this is not a narrative. Oh, can I can I buzz in? It was what happens when. Yeah, his nose grows. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Did I? That's yeah. So I said ten. I'm not gonna give you. Yeah, I give you eight points. I'll take them. Dang. Six, seven, eight. <laughs> what? How? How? I'm I'm seriously asking. <laughs> oh, how? Yeah. How did I you don't know? know. I just I I figured it 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 was like a cause and effect thing. So I thought of like the 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 thing that came to mind is he he when he lies his nose grows. Uh, again, this is like you're talking my sweet spot, like three Disney movies <laughs> made in the fifties. <laughs> so. Okay. Uh, Chris jumps ahead with a miraculous lead. All really, right. we all know what you did is hacked John's computer and <laughs> questions beforehand. Uh, and also, I um, astral project right some, <laughs> actually over his shoulder. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> <in> my- <laughs> firewall. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I hope you enjoy the view. That's on you. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. <clears throat> what is the name of Mickey Mouse's Chris Thomas Allie Chris, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Incorrect Thomas Minnie That's it <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Whose voice did Chris? Chris. Walt Disney. No. Oh, god damn it. Anyway. Whose <laughs> voice did Ursula Thomas Steele? Allie. Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. How many dwarves? Chris. Allie. Thomas. Chris. Seven. Of course. What kind of dog were there? One hundred one. Allie. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Allie. Finally, Dalmatians. Yeah, I figured someone would would jump in after I said dog. Honestly, there are a lot of dogs. I now we're still on the Pluto goofy oh. track. All right. Uh, which animal is king? Of Chris, Thomas. uh, Thomas, lion, yeah. Oh, I was totally thinking the Jungle Book. Uh, I was thinking Robin Hood, <laughs> I was thinking the Lion King. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, okay, what land? Did Alice Allie. Chris Thomas Allie Wonderland? Yeah, this dog was named Chris Chris Pluto. Yeah, after a dwarf planet, no relation to the dwarves. Last one. At what time did Alex Allie Midnight? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to call it a foregone conclusion because anything can happen. Uh, but this is going to be tough to beat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pinocchio, you lying bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Round one and round two under our collective belts. Uh, let's loosen it up a notch and enter the plot device machine. Oh, no. Test your might. 
this intermission improv game, I will give you the beginning of a story and the ending of a story. And you guys have to fill in the plots from A to Z. I will choose the person to say the next part of the story. And when time comes close to an end, um, I'll instruct whoever is um, next up to wrap it up in the story and deliver the final line in some way. First line of this story, there was nothing on Netflix. Last line of the story, and he's still there to this day. A little bit creepier than usual, a little more ominous. Halloween month. All right. I'm going to put some time on the clock. Let's start with Thomas. There was nothing on Netflix. Go. Okay. There was nothing on Netflix that day, so I decided to go to the fridge and eat some ice cream. And I was sitting in my kitchen eating ice cream, doing nothing else, and I started to get a big brain freeze. So I decided to go out and walk around the block for a minute. Allie. And that's when I got the brilliant idea to make my own television show. So I called up two of my friends and said, y'all, we're going to make a television show. Meet me at the park. And so I went to the park and everybody met me there. And we started started working on the plot for our show. And we decided that it needed to be a horror show. And since I had just gotten a massive brain freeze by eating ice cream, I figured what goes better than chilling into horror. So I pitched my friends on the idea of the ice cream man. He comes around the corner in his truck. Ding, 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 ding. Ice cream, children, come and get it, children. But the weird thing is... Thomas. But the weird thing is, he has no hands. He has two hooks, and he drives his car with hooks on a steering wheel. <laughs> and sometimes he replaces the hook for ice cream scoop when he's delivering, giving people ice cream. And I decided one of my friends was going to play him, but he had to put his hands in really long sleeves to put the hooks on his hands. And we had to go out and buy a really long sleeve shirt. Allie. <laughs> so we went to Goodwill to look for a shirt with very long sleeves for him to wear. And we found, you know, some options. I mean, there was a lot of like polyester 80s going on, but we figured it would work with our concept. So we got the shirt and we decided we needed to find something that we could use as the ice cream truck in our show. So... So since we were at Goodwill, um, a lot of people bring things in a lot of big cardboard boxes. So we just bought like um, a whole box of um, weird props that we might be able to use, um, emptied those out in the park, and then turned the box over and wrote the words ice cream on it. This is very (laughs) avant-garde. We're very low budget. And Netflix green lights anything anyway. So... (laughs) So we had our set, which was a cardboard box that said ice cream on the side, and we had a very long shirt, and we had a few bowls and other things we bought from Goodwill, and we decided to start filming with our iPhone. But we couldn't get very good lights because of the trees in the park, so we had to go out and find somewhere else to film. 
and we walked around to find a good place. But it's starting to get Allie. dark out. It was starting to get dark out, so we totally decided to lean into the whole Blair Witch, shaky cam, <laughs> in the woods, ice cream, Slenderman scenario. 50 so seconds left. It's getting dark, and we're headed into the woods with our cardboard ice cream truck. And all of a sudden, this guy pops out from behind a tree, and I notice that he's got really long arms. Chris. And he's got two scoops for hands. I mean, what are the odds? We found our star at the magic hour when the sun was setting perfectly. I whipped out my phone and said, hey, scoops. Give us a big smile and then a sneer. And uh, he said, what are you doing in my ice creamy woods? And actually, it wasn't as horrific as we thought it would be. We just started cracking up because, I mean, he's got freaking scoops for hands and long sleeves. Uh, (laughs) Ten seconds left. Go ahead and wrap it up. So he got scoops for hands. We went to his little home in the woods. He gave us some ice cream. We went back another day, and he's still there to this day. I would just like to pitch that this is a perfect Halloween episode. (laughs) I will say I did not see that ending coming. (laughs) Uh, Nice. Well done, everyone. Uh, As much as I hate to follow that up with anything. (laughs) One more round to go. Round three. Final round. Theodore Geisel, M.D. Fight! For those of you who don't know, Theodore Geisel is the real name of Dr. Seuss. For this one round, I'll take the voice of Dr. Seuss. Go on, rejoice. The time has come again, you'll find, to name the doctors I have in mind. Most likely a fictitious kind, based on the clues that I've designed. And yes, this round will be assigned. I'll give you a clue. You tell me the doctor I'm thinking of. Thomas. Yes. Beamed up and down and to and fro, an iconic part of a sci-fi show, his oath demands he boldly go, but there's no alien he doesn't know. Dr. Spock. Curse the steel. Uh, hmm. I haven't seen that show. I don't know if he's a doctor. He's, well, here's the thing. His title isn't doctor, but I'm sure he has many doctors. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no, Chris. Dr. Leonard Bones McCoy. Yeah. McCoy. I totally thought that Spock was a doctor, too. Have you guys ever uh, seen uh, Star Trek? I'm just that's curious. The base guy. I've that's seen the base. some Star Trek, but not, I've seen a lot of, like, Deep Space Nine and The Next Generation. Gotcha. Not so. really. I'm gonna have, give you a half point for that, Thomas. All right. It's 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 a reasonable presumption. Uh, Ellie. Yes. <clears throat> He's super proud of his super brains. He loves his physics and he loves his trains. His show ended, but not his reign on CBS, where he's a kid again. Chris the Steel. I don't know. Chris. Dr. Sheldon Cooper. Yeah. Chris, this is yours. Okay. She's cute as a button. And speaking of, 
she fixes toys with care and love. This little girl shows what... Okay. I just wrote them. I didn't practice saying it. This little <laughs> girl shows little kids that doctors are nothing to be scared of. Um, I got nothing. Can you say it again? Mm-hmm. I will try. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> She's cute as a button. And speaking of, she fixes toys with care and love. This little girl shows little kids that doctors are nothing to be scared of. No? No. Doc McStuffins. Mm. Uh, Thomas, this is you. Yes. He took a sip and split his mind to leave his evil side behind. But the potion was not well designed. Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. Allie. Yeah. <laughs> this ginger guy with a blonde-haired son fights with his mind and not a gun. He leaves the fights to his bodyguard. Do not test Race Bannon. He is not the one. <laughs> I want to try that again. Although I don't think it's going to affect the outcome. Yeah. Just, this ginger guy with a blonde-haired son fights with his mind and not a gun. Oh, he leaves God. the fights to his bodyguard. Do not test race Bannon. He is not the one. Chris to steal. Is Thomas. it? Oh, okay. I probably don't know. Well, welcome to try. <laughs> I was. I had like a guess that was pretty bad, so somebody else can go. You don't want to try it, I guess? No, because it's probably embarrassing. <laughs> Chris. Dr. Benton Quest? Correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Venture Brothers. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Chris, this is yours. Okay. Since I've only watched this a time or two, it's difficult to write a clue. A frontier lady who's a doctor, too. And that clue should be enough for you. <laughs> Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Yeah. Uh, Thomas. Yes. Professor. Oh, he'll teach all right. Nerd by day, hero by night. Nazis learned his left hook from his right. and They should have kept their eyes shut tight. Dr. Jones. Yeah. Allie. Mm-hmm. This doctor's wicked through and through. He looks just like his nemesis, that's true. In fact, he looks like Fat Bastard, too. I think they're all played by you-know-who. <laughs> Dr. Evil. Yeah. And last one for Chris. <laughs> the most despised of all six friends. Is that unfair? Well, that depends. Chris, Upon whose I word you... <laughs> Upon whose word you choose to take. <laughs> yes or no, were they on a break? Dr. Ross Geller. Yeah. You had me at despised. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I worked hard to make that rhyme work. So. Okay, and I'm sorry I interrupted. That was it's, rude. It's okay. You were excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> last question of the round. That was the last question of the game. Give me a moment to total. Well, 
right. Final scores. Allie, 18. Thomas, 20 and a half. Chris, 28 points. <laughs> <laughs> that is my exact Pinocchio bonus going right there. <laughs> that, that exactly is, yes. Exactly eight points more. Well, actually, actually, yeah, you had uh, you had twenty and a half. So if not for that bonus, you oh. would have <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, that's something else. Well, I appreciate um, the slow, easy clue. It was the only way I was ever going to win Captain Game Show. So my hat's off to you, sir. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, as is our tradition, congratulations are in order. And please feel free to begin the process of pitch plug promote to end the show. Chris. Uh, I am a host of the Quantum Leap Podcast. You can catch us on uh, our podcast at quantumleappodcast.com. You can also find us on all of your favorite podcatchers. You can also find my stuff at deflipside.com. That's D-E-F-L-I-P-S-I-D-E.com, where I just did an awesome piece about the Mozart aria that is on the Voyager Space Probe. So listen to that one. It's called Queen of the Night. Um, not related to the Aaliyah Vampire Lestat movie? Uh, I think that's no, Queen sorry, of the Damned, right? Queen of the Damned, sorry. <laughs> but no. Wait, Queen of the Night was the Whitney Houston song. <laughs> I don't This is what it. it's like to be me. <laughs> <laughs> A whole new game show segment. You're welcome. Wow. Thomas. Yes, I'm an artist. I post like furry art and comics on my Twitter. That's at O4Mouse, O-H-F-O-U-R, Mouse. And go follow me on there if you're interested in that. And even if you're not, check it out. You might get interested. <laughs> you never know. And Allie. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram and YouTube at Alexandra Sows. That's A-L-E-K-S-A-N-D-R-A-S-E-W-S. I make all of my clothing. Uh, as for me, you can check out other episodes, of course, of Captain Game Show on the Cosmic Potato Network. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Facebook at Captain Game Show. Um, and like Chris, anywhere you get most of your podcasts, you should be able to get our show as well. Uh, just a reminder that um, I am dropping clues at the end of various episodes. If you decode the clues and string them together, um, you will receive a message. If you deliver that message to me, well, l- let me be more clear. If you are the first person to deliver that message to me, I will send you a prize. If you're the second person, I will say, good job, but you're a little too slow. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, players, a pleasure as always. Thank you for your participation. Thank you. Listeners. Yes. Thank you. Listeners, I assume you're still listening. Thank you for that. And uh, I'm also going to send a shout out to the dog for not barking this time. Good dog. Thanks, dog. Catch you guys next time on Captain Game Show. (laughs) The dog is in and she'll fix you up. If you're a toy, then you're in luck. Okay, don't be afraid, the dog really knows her stuff. Do, 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 you know it's good for you. The dog is gonna help you feel better. 